You're listening to episode number 306 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the book. It's a good thing I'm not um What's that where you read things back, uh, back and forth? Uh, dyslexic. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ambidextric. You're listening to episode number 360 of the 306 Vegas podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or you can send us an email to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. Be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule. Who's the casino? Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Barrage. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? On a camel. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. You know what I would love to see is Court TV Tony. Oh, Jesus. Oh. They, they speak about law with such passion. I'm like, I, I've said it a thousand times before. One of the things that initially introduced me to you was your podcast. Two of the three things in which you speak of, I didn't give a shit uh, for like the first five years, seven years I knew you. But it was the passion that you spoke about it with that I'm like, this is fascinating. Like all these notes he's talking about and, you know, this taste and you, you get a little hint of uh, clover here. And I'm like... I don't know what he's talking about, but God damn, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I didn't give a shit about what you did for five to seven years. Boy, you sure know how to sweet talk a boy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you were speaking about uh, things that... I was really playing the long game on this one. Aren't in my wheelhouse, but yet the way you speak about them, they're so passionate that they become interesting. Well, I, I will let you and the listeners and more the listeners than, than you because you are fully aware of this. But I've, I've got somebody, and I can't remember, and I apologize. I want to say it was Jonathan Blattman, but I'm willing to concede I've, uh, when I drink uh, during these 360 Vegas vacation events, my, my memory gets a little hazy. Somebody reached uh, – somebody said to me, you know, by the way, the way I first got introduced to you was through doing your legal lounges. And he said, man, I, I miss you doing those. And I thought to myself, you know, I need to get back into it. And then just as dumb luck will have it, I am currently reading a book called Interpreting Law by the late, uh, the late Justice Antonin Scalia and yeah. Brian Garner. Oh, and for people who don't know who they are, Antonin Scalia was a, was a conservative United States Supreme Court justice and currently still alive. Brian Garner is a is a left of center uh, English 
and by English, I mean like the English language writer. And he writes about writing and he talks about in, in this particular book, they, the justice and this writer come together and they say essentially in the foreword of the book, we don't agree on almost anything uh, politically or but but what we do agree on is what the English language and how the English language is supposed to be interpreted, particularly mm. as it relates to interpreting statutes, is critically important for mm. judges. So I'm reading this book, and as we're getting through the different chapters, and they're talking about the different canons of legal interpretation, they drop a bomb on me that had <laughs> I not been sitting down would have caused me to fall to the floor. <laughs> And I'm, and and that is the that is the extent of the tease that I am going to give the listeners what? now. Well, I mean, how much of it do you really want me to divulge? Oh you no, know I think that's that good. Like, I was gonna say, I had to, I had to reel it back by going, he's not talking to you. <laughs> like we actually have a show to do. That's that's a side conversation or a for, second episode. For the record, I'm on the edge of my seat now. I want to know what it is because right. I don't know. Exactly. I I will tell you one thing. I I will tell you this much, and that's to temper any excitement about it is merely to say it is not a gaming law segment in the traditional sense that the legal lounges are 99% legal casino gaming related but this is still something that is so right up the three of us, Allie, and the listeners wow. of this podcast, Allie, that even though it's not gaming related, I guarantee gosh darn guarantee the <laughs> listeners are going to be like, oh my God, I, I want all of this in my ear hole. So I, and part of the reason why I'm saying this right now is because if I put it out there on the, on the interwebs that I will have it available, at least available for the next podcast. Now, whether or not Mark and I together decide that it's ready to go for next week's podcast, that's between us to work out, but I will at least have it done and ready such that Mark and I can determine when is the appropriate time for it to be uh, released as a legal lounge. It is, and frankly, it's not even something I'm going to release for for Vice Lounge because it's not even, tan at least it's tangentially related to 360 <laughs> right? Vegas. It is not anything Vice Lounge online. So imagine a world, listeners, that listen to both podcasts where there's something that is actually relevant only for 360 Vegas and not for Vice Lounge, and yet it is legally based. It's I'm, it's it's a kick-ass uh, uh, boom matter. Mind I love blown. It. I'm excited. It's gonna be. It's gonna. So be is great. Tony so. apparently. <laughs> no, it's, it's really cool. Hey, by the way, speaking of, so I've got in my in my whiskey glass, I am drinking a Cuban rum. Oh. It is. It is. Uh, it is a Cuban rum. It's been aged seven years, and I need to thank dear friend of this show. His name is Roy. He lives in Indianapolis. I had the opportunity oh, to meet Roy. up with him here mm -hmm. in the Mid Michigan area earlier this week and he got to know me because of the 360 he's also a big fan of, of vice lounge and and he, we got together at, at one of our one of the mid-michigan uh, cigar shops he brought this cuban rum for me to try with a cuban cigar for me to enjoy oh. and we had four of the best truly greatest hours of conversation so roy awesome. to you brother i'm i'm having some of your uh Cuban rum tonight in honor of you. So, but he wanted me to pass along to you guys how much he loves the podcast, how much he digs Karen being a part of it. And he said he's been a listener since the very first. And again, to be clear, wow. he was not a Vice Lounge Online listeners 
prior to. He was a 360 Vegas listener, and he said he was a listener from uh, episode number one. It's awesome, wow. man. I can't wait to meet him. I know. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm so, so humbled. He's, a, he's yeah. a really good guy. Really good guy. But I, I think with that, we should probably start the show. Yep. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Golden Nugget opened on Fremont Street in 1946. The signage, best known for its appearance in the James Bond film Diamonds Are Forever, as well as the signage on display when Steve Wynn initially took over the property in 1973, featured a glittering nugget of gold with the date 1905 above it, the year the city of Las Vegas was born, specifically May 15th. Coincidentally, the same date as my birthday, May 15th. Oh, yeah, is this the yeah, first yeah. time you've ever divulged that? I think I've dropped it. I don't know if I've said anything. Like, I think I've is been cryptic trust? about it, but it's it's one of those things that I, I've always, like, once I learned about it, I'm like, it was meant to be. It <laughs> it's, it's really kind of hard to ignore that fact. Yeah, yeah pretty... I, I agree. <laughs> That's super cool. Hey, speaking of, have you guys ever seen James Bond's uh, Diamonds Are Forever film? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tony, we're giant James Bond fans. We own oh, everything. We have the we entire have, collection. Yeah. The entire collection. We have books on it. We have the original books that we have that a, a Ian don't Fleming we have a wrote. Bond Trivial Pursuit game? We do. Yeah. <laughs> we're huge oh, Bond that's fans. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. We're a little out of practice, but yes, we yeah, have it. I love it. I think I've seen I think I've seen maybe two Bond films. Wow. Wow, Tony. Yeah. You have to go back to the originals because you would love I, the whole, you know. Smacking a girl, tell her she's well, got it. that too. <laughs> but no, the old the old school aspect of it that's just very. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it reminds Tony's me. Got a certain s- streak of domestic violence that <laughs> right. neither Dude. here or the listeners had any idea about. There's a, there's a, fam- there's a Family Guy that that's says, why Jen hides from everybody. <laughs> there's a, right, she, it's whenever there's excessive bruises, she can't come to Vegas. She's like, I just can't. Well, which happens all the time because Tony's like, you are not gonna mess up my good time. <laughs> Family Guy episode where they cut away and it's James Bond trying to kiss a girl and she's like, you know, you know, have a kiss or something and she's like, no. And he's like, yes. "Yes." No, yes. And he keeps doing it and then she goes, all right. And he goes, see, 50 no's and one yes still means yes. (laughs) It's a true story though. It is. (laughs) You know what? I'm a lawyer. That checks out legally. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, so why did you ask if we had seen that James Bond movie? Because Vegas. I just wondered to what extent, if any, is is Vegas or Golden Nugget highlighted in the movie. I have already done preliminary research for its 360 Vegas POV. Yeah. Enough said. Very cool. Yep. All right, let's move into Twit Pick of the Week. Look at those cars. Look at those colors. At Tony Ilya's picture this week seems to capture downtown Las Vegas like a fucking oil painting, exaggerating the reality of the time. But it isn't an exaggeration. This is a fucking picture. Simply capturing the awe-inspiring sight that was downtown Las Vegas in the late 1950s. I find it apropos that this photo was shared at this time while we continue to work on our next large-scale 360 Vegas project, The Evolution of Fremont Street. Not only that, it features the Nevada Club one of the first casinos on Fremont Street to absorb its next-door neighbor so it could expand its footprint, merging 113 and 117 Fremont Street. All right, now wait a minute. The the panhandler's there. 
Or the, the, the prospector. There? Yeah, because he used to be Lucky Strike. The prospector. Yeah, he, he used to be the Lucky Strike oh, icon. Gotta, now gotta. he's on the corner at that gift shop. Got it, got it, got it. Sorry, yeah. that was the first thing I noticed. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, he's in the wrong spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you're right, Karen. He's in the wrong spot. <laughs> Actually, he should be back there. Like, but, ah, yeah. caught you. <laughs> That's right. No, you don't. <laughs> Tony Ilea. Or Ilya. <laughs> I mean, Tony, I suppose I could lay you, but that would be awkward for everybody. <laughs> oh, here we go. I missed you. <laughs> All right. We should. Oh, wait. Hang on. I've got a paragraph here. As always, <laughs> we will link to the photo on our blog, featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Good grief. There's a lot of S words there. Could you imagine if I were Sean Connery? An enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. That, yeah. by the way, that's me doing uh, Daryl Hammond doing Sean Connery. Yeah, you sound like me. All of my impressions are impressions of impressionists doing impressions. Exactly. Right. I don't, I don't <laughs> actually know how to do the actor. Right. I just know how to sound like the actor doing that. Exactly. Actor. <laughs> All right, let's move into the news. So, interesting. Earth Limo's partnership is being ended. We've, we've partnered with them for every 360 Vegas vacation limo to Fremont Street experience to date. They were the official limo service of 360 Vegas. We advertised their service on our show, posted a banner on the blog, and even negotiated a promo code discount for listeners. However, thanks to the experience we had at 360 Vegas Vacation 8, that is all over, and here's why. First, we got bait and switched. We order specific limos in the Earth Limos fleet with certain amenities for 360 Vegas Vacation. Apparently, they were overbooked for the holiday weekend because the first time, as long as we've worked with them, we weren't picked up by Earth Limos. We got subcontracted out to some other service. And that service did not have the type of limo we requested. Additionally, at least in the limo that I was in, half the speakers didn't work, and the ones that did were blown out. And the special scenic route that we've negotiated and then had to renegotiate with owner Lou was not honored. As the lesser service informed us, they had another pickup scheduled 30 minutes after hours. But shit happens, right? So I reached out to Earth Limos. After multiple emails and not receiving a response for two weeks, I informed them that I wanted a refund for the limos that we rented and did not receive, explaining that it was less about the money and more about the experience and then lack of follow-up. At that point, I was told that they were very sorry and that the owner wanted to discuss the situation with us. Cool. Two weeks later, or better said, a month after the bait and switch, we've still not heard back from them. So, we cut ties with them. Now, we aren't going to tell you that you should never work with Earth Limos. We just wanted to share our recent experience with you, who we thought was a partner and how we were treated so you could make an informed decision about the kind of company that you'd like to do business with. We've already secured a limo service for 360 Vegas Vacation 9. However, we are not going to promote them or anything until we are, (laughs) if we've decided that we want to actually have a partnership. Because I'll be honest with you, this is remarkably similar to dealing with a casino. And I just have no fucking patience for it. So 
there's a very good chance that we will just become a customer and then support people that don't like to raw dog me and, you know, like Battleborn pins and, and Moonshot. People who actually want to give you the things record, that you want. Battleborn pins and Moonshot don't raw dog you. They're the good ones. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. I mean, unless I the, ask. The way you, really, the way really you really said not. it so quickly, I wanted to just clarify That's that. true. That's true. Yes. You may put the comma in the wrong proverbial right, yeah. vocabulary. Yep. I got you. Raw dogging <laughs> equals bad equals earth limos. Good <laughs> equals Battleborn pins and Moonshot and minus... No, I'm, right. no, I'm not well, going to say because yeah. it'll get confusing again. Right. <laughs> Huddling and snuggling <laughs> afterwards, I get it. Yes. So, yeah. bye-bye, Earth right. Limos. There you go. Well, it so, is what it is. I, and I want to clarify, like, when I remember we were standing outside waiting for the limos, and we saw two limos pull up, and I'm like, those aren't ours. And they were talking to, uh, to me on the phone. They, I'm like, I don't see you. I don't see where you're they at. They had completely different names on the outside. They weren't. And so we realized they weren't, again, for the number of people we had, they were squeezed in on these buses. Yeah, we intentionally sure. order a, a limo of a That's certain bigger. size, but then we only allow so many people right. on there, so there's space. Right. We, we don't. Were packed we do in. that on purpose. Yep. We were packed in that trip, and again, I guess this is us finally and thankfully apologizing to the people that were at the Las Vegas vacation because this that is, is not, not the, experience the experience you're supposed that to have. We offer that um, is not it. And so, as I'm trying to get the music synced up and everything else, and because you were in the back of the bus. And I'm up front trying to get this to work. And you're like, you guys are like, we can't hear it. Yeah, the speakers are blown. And then the guy took us on the freeway. And I'm like, wait, so hold on. We have you for an hour. And we requested to go down the strip and back. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have to pick somebody else up in a half an hour. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. So for folks that may not have been able to make it out to Vegas Vacation 8 or for just listeners in general, mind's eye, all the previous limos, in my opinion, were more limo buses insofar as yeah. you may not have been able to totally 100 stand up completely straight particularly if you're Alistair and you're just a <laughs> giant mofo but by and large you could you could walk you, you could get yeah. on the bus yeah. or, or on the limo you could but stand it was more up like a bus yeah. yeah you could you could stand up and it had a is <laughs> there unfortunately is a video floating around you could there was a stripper pole that you yeah. could right. swing around on and have fun with this was not it nope. this was what I re, what in my mind I always visualized to be like a um like a bachelor bachelorette party it was type. a it was a stretch SUV yeah okay there, there you go that, that's because you couldn't you know, you I couldn't in. stand up in it and I'm not yeah, that no tall you, you get in, you're bent, you're hunched yep. over, you're making your way to your seat, and then and you sit down, and that's all you're going to do for the balance of your yeah. trip. And you're, again, you're sitting there. I'm glad that we didn't sell out the buses to the full length because it never would have happened. Nope. You would have, we would have had, as it were, yeah. like once I got on the bus, I went up to front to, to do the music, I couldn't get back to Mark. Mm -hmm. It was not happening. It was wall to wall people, and it just, it, it was so disappointing because that's so not. What, what we've done. done. You know Ever. you know what the interesting final straw that broke the camel's back was? I thought, I'm going to put them on blast on social media. And that mm -hmm. typically gets them to go, oh, hey, so oh, what's shit. going on with yeah. this? And I'm like, this will be my last shot. And hopefully it'll shake them up. And then we'll have a conversation. And we'll sort this whole thing out. No, nothing. So I'm like, fuck you. Well, and we had an issue a couple of years ago. I think one of the listeners, Phil, like contacted them to pick him up from the airport and he got a huge bait and switch thing and the rates were crazy and all of that and you approached them because you're like look I, I'm advertising for you one of my listeners said this, this oh is I've what's spoken going on. directly to the owner for yeah. that conversation and uh, the, the the scenic route that we do so this is just straight up 
I mean, I'm sure he's busy. I'm sure we're well, not the most important thing. But and that's, a no. fucking month. And we, but, those limos. Cost. But so here's the thing. The number of times that we've contracted with them. Absolutely. Two buses at a time. Absolutely. I get it's a holiday weekend and you're busy. We're a repeat customer. We're a vendor. We, we advertise yeah. for you. We do all this for you. And you outsource us to some shitty little company that doesn't have time? That, no. This is bullshit. Yep. It's unfortunate. But you know what? That's all right. Well, listen, I'll tell you, Mark, and, I, and I've said this before to you personally and maybe maybe on the podcast. I don't know. The more I – because there was a time when – Mark would say, okay, listen, Tony, I am, I am so fed up with dealing with, you know, all the bullshit that, that comes with this. Either you take over and step in and, and yeah. do a, a couple of things that you want to do, or we just go out on our own. I say, no, 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 Mark, I, listen, I, I, I haven't been, you know, the, the puppy hasn't been kicked enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me experience the puppy kicking firsthand, right? Let me help you out. Let me take over some stuff. And you're right. You do. You just get shit on and you just get kicked. And, and it, it becomes a part where you're like, this isn't worth it. I would much rather just be a quote unquote customer yep. than to be any sort of partner with these people. Because then there's because then there's no real disappointment. Right. Yep. Like you can't batter me if I don't have any expectations. Right. So I, I get where you're coming from on this and I get where you're at saying let's just be customers we've got somebody that will ideally take care of our needs and our wants and our goals for vegas vacation nine and we move on and, and we go on from there and i i i think with that unless you guys have anything else we'll nope. talk about the next point no i don't i don't care to ever speak of this again <laughs> battleborn pins are disney quality enamel pins of vintage vegas icons the ever expanding collection includes this week's featured pin the dunes turret during its first six years of existence, a sultan, hands on hips, standing proudly astride, was the signage everyone associated with the miracle in the desert. 1961 would see the dunes undergo a drastic transformation from a motel into a hotel with the opening of the 24-story Diamond of the Dunes. That expansion also included a new marquee sign, the Dunes Turret, or more crudely referred to as the Onion Sign. Unfortunately, in 1993, the Neon Museum was still three years away from becoming a thing, and as a result, this icon was destroyed in a promotional event celebrating the opening of Treasure Island and the implosion of the dunes to make room for Bellagio. This mini enamel version of the monument cost $10 or $26 as part of the Vintage Vegas Combo Pack, which includes the Stardust Shower of Stars sign and the Mint Marquee. 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to bbpins.bigcartel.com or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn Pins. The Stevens Group has something about employee parking or lack thereof, actually. Okay. In remarkably disappointing news, last week, 360 FHE learned that employees of the D and the Golden Gate are required to pay for parking just like the rest of us, which, unless they all received rate of increase to offset the cost, means that when the Stevens Group implemented pay for parking, every employee received a pay cut. To be fair, this wasn't investigative journalism. We don't know if all the properties downtown are doing this to their employees, nor do we know if the same practice is going on in the Strip. And if they are, we are, of course, equally disappointed. 
We also heard this from staff, so this is not confirmed behavior. And unlike our buddy Vital Vegas, we aren't exactly the sort of outlet to break news, so I'm sure there is some standard protocol to verify stories, but as I've said on this show many times, we don't work with properties because they take all the fun out of planning a trip, again, in our opinion. And I understand that in most, if not all, employees working in downtown metropolitan areas are required to pay for parking, but those places didn't just implement pay-for-parking a few years ago. I've talked to Scott on the so, side about this, and I get, I, I, I get it. I get it. It's, it's, it's one of those things where I, I just, it just didn't occur to me. And so I'm like, did oh, he confirm it's true? That they have to pay for it? Yeah. He said, he goes, I'm not sure. He said, but I know you got to pay it. So, so this Street is Spring. where we started. We, um, we got some offers from... Boyd Properties, so Main Street in California, for right. free parking in the month of July. So and we, like, yeah, and okay. we don't have free parking downtown, so no, it's don't. always been a goal. So we went down there, and we had been talking about wanting to support the one group, or yeah, the, one the, one card. Gr- the one card, with, you know, the Stevens Properties, and because they also have kickbacks at local restaurants, especially. Yeah. The D, the Golden Gate, Circa, we're like, right. these are going to be phenomenal. We're going to hang out there all so the time. So we were trying to figure out, okay, we have free valet parking at the D, which is a pain in the ass. Valet parking in general like is a it. pain in the ass. It's like it, you know what it's like. It's like a waiter hovering over you, like going, "Where's my tip? Where's my tip? Oh, oh yeah, my tip? there's that because you have to tip, so it's not exactly free. But free valet, and then it was like, okay, so what tier on the one group do we one card. get free parking? One, one group whatever. is actually a nightclub. <laughs> one card, one group. At one point, you get free parking there. So we went down to the their. One players club card. One card, yep. <laughs> table, players club table, and we're getting. Sound it out, Karen. <laughs> I want to make sure I said it right, you know, because I get yelled at. And so... onomatopoeia. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Tony. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so we we asked her. I was like, okay, so at what point do we get free parking? And she's like, well, you have free valet, and we're like, no, 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 just self park. Like, well, when she do we said, get like, the free? First three hours were free, and I'm like. Yeah, I, I know, but how much do I have to play to get it? Like, well, we don't. We don't yeah, it's that. no. So number it's one, an no place in their tiers do you get free parking. Well, they don't have tiers for one. They don't have them. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. You don't. You never. It's not get a bad that. thing, but you, yeah, you can't get free. And parking. then she's like, "No, even I have to pay for parking." We're like, "Excuse me." She's like, "Oh yeah, when I, I come to work, I have to pay for parking on top of it." And I'm like, "How do you? You know, they're not adjusting for this pay service." Right. I'm like, "You're." You want your employees to come here to work. I know it's right. I, like it's, down, down to actually. You t- own the parking. Why are your employees paying for parking? I and that, that's this is honestly the first disappointing thing that I've heard coming out of the Stevens Group and their properties. And this again was just somebody at, the, uh, at Golden Gate. Right. I don't know if it's at the D. I don't know. Well, if no, it was at, at the D. We were talking to him. No, we were at Golden no, Gate. No, no, it was at the D. Um, almost well, certain. No, it doesn't matter. No, it isn't. Because we walked in the side of Golden Gate in the new entrance and then we had to walk up those little steps. We okay. were at Golden Gate. Okay. You're ba- I will uh, bet you. All right. Okay. Then you may be right. I don't, I don't know for certain. It was at Golden Gate. <laughs> Sorry. Can I ask a, a, a more important question? Yes. Is this how you came to learn of this information? Were you valet parking or about to self-park and they said, well, you get the three hours and then you had the conversation no. about, well, what if I don't... Ha- are you at liberty to share how you came to learn that well, they... Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like I said, we, we were taking advantage of Boyd's free parking at California and Main Street. Right. And we're debating 
Like, wh- where do we play? It, as locals, where do we want to focus our play to where get... Where can I get free parking? Free parking, number one. And then comps on top of that. But free parking was, like, the biggest thing yep. for us. number one. So, you know, we learned at Main Street Station you have to get to their next tier, whatever it is, yep. to get there. So we went to one of, you know... The Stevens we're just properties. comparing. We're just comparing. Like, what said, do we so, have to hey, do to get there? When can we? And she basically said, "Well, no, you have free valet, but you don't get free parking so, yeah, ever." And, well, she and said the first three hours are free, which right. uh, was news to me. But uh, yeah, there is no which we can take no advantage level. of because if you kind of target going, all right, we're going to go in, do whatever we're going right, to do, but and the leave. Same, but that's one of the problems with the strip. This is why you have to get free parking with the strip with Las Vegas. When you go somewhere. Plans tend to get yeah, abandoned. They it's can. fucking Absolutely. fun, man. Yeah. So that's the last thing I want to do is go to Fremont and put a fucking and put a timer, timer on your yes. watch. Yeah. So once we learned, like, so we were like, oh, that's a bummer. And then she said that, and I'm like, let's 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 go over to the Fremont. I don't I don't want to play here right yeah, now. Yeah. So we, we kind of that honestly is like the first negative thing with the whole Stevens group. That, but like crushing. Yeah. That their employees have to pay for parking. Yeah. I, I just. And I and like I said, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if all these other properties do it. This is the one I stumbled on. My opinion, my feeling, my reaction that I didn't have a choice to was, hurt. was to be hurt and disappointed yeah. by this. And it made me not want to do something. I didn't want to play. I didn't want to hang out right. there. I didn't want like to be they there. weren't going to be our, our focus for gambling. We were going to focus on oh, the Oh, it was going to be our... And the funny thing is, is we were at Boyd. And we looked at their thing and we're like, God, we, we have a while to get to the next tier to do yeah. this. And I'm like, you know what? We love the fucking Stevens group. We love the D. You know we're going to love Circa. Gate. We Circa's might as well just awesome. do it. Yeah. And then, like, even if they would have said, yeah, you don't have a... T-. Actually, that's not true. If they said there, Even if they said there was no tier of free parking, it would have been a big gulp to go, are we really going to just do this? But... Alas, I'm sure it'll be. It won't be like uh, the Neon Museum where I'm hurt, hurt this beyond, long, beyond belief. Yeah, that I can't shake it. I'm sure this will be something that won't bother me forever. But I, it was, it was a gut punch. That's the best way to describe it. It was a gut punch. I was really surprised, and then just didn't want anything to do with that place. Just my opinion. Yeah. No, that's that's it's unfortunate. I, that that does ever so slightly surprise me. Um, you know, one of the things that we always, I mean, maybe not, maybe I'm completely making this up, but I've always believed that either Benny Binion or, uh, the, you know, the, the the mobsters during their, their heyday in, in Vegas, they took care of their employees, right? Like, right. I, nobody expects, and, and, and you're right, you, you started the whole conversation off with saying, uh, you know, in a lot of metropolitan areas, people have to pay for park. You know, mm. employees have to pay for parking to be there. So that's, that's a, a certain extent. On the other hand, two comments, though. Number one, I... I kind of got the impression that the Stevens groups was a little different in that manner. But second of all, you're right. Where you work in there and all of a sudden they go, yep, now you're going to start paying to park yeah. down. Yeah, down. you owe 40 so, bucks a month to park around here. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. But, I mean, for what it's worth, I pay for parking as well, right. working in Lansing. But that was not a surprise to me. When I came down here, that was a, you're going you're gonna to pay to park here. So it's just, it's, I guess the difference is much like moving to a nuisance, you already were there and the nuisance moved in. So, all right. Something that's a different type of nuisance. <laughs> Area 15 Emporium is being announced. Area 15 is a 120,000 square foot experimental retail and entertainment complex planned to open in late 2019. Located about a mile west of the Fashion Show Mall, just west of I-15. 
It plans to feature live entertainment, art installations, and other skews on a traditional mall complex. This week, Eater Vegas is reporting that the venue now has its first nightlife option. It's called Emporium, or potentially better known as the concept named Dave and Buster's. Emporium will feature classic arcade games like pinball, air hockey, ski ball, foosball, and more of the same. The bar will feature regional craft beers, a wide range of whiskeys and mixed drinks, as well as craft cocktails on tap, whatever the hell that means. Emporium has locations in Chicago, San Francisco, and Oakland. Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, yeah, if you couldn't, if a GameWorks couldn't pull this off on the fucking strip, I mean, I guess this is on the other side of I-15, so maybe it's meant more to draw locals. I don't know. It's possible. I guess my philosophy is, and and this, uh, you tell me, I think that the locals of Vegas know what a wonderful cornucopia of opportunities they have living in Las Vegas. Oh, we do. To go to a, you know, cheap knockoff of Dave and Buster's seems to me like the locals will go yawn what's next i mean to be fair i don't know much about it it may be a better version of it but it's 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 always easy to be cynical when you're like you're reading about what they're doing oh this new thing like oh i've i've heard of this already it's called dave and busters and game works right all right fair enough how about this there is something dark and ominous as relates to the tones for el dorado (laughs) it's not that this is a joke that if my fucking wife was on mic she would have thought was hilarious Get on Mike. Get on Mike, and no, he's gonna read it again. You're gonna hear it. I don't care what the you joke hear is. it. You know what? And I'm not gonna laugh. Karen, the name, <laughs> uh, the, came, the, the name of this story is Dark Ominous Tones. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> and the thing was, I'd seen it in the notes. I knew it was coming. I forgot what it was. Yes, Dark Ominous Tones for El Dorado. <laughs> Only weeks after plans were announced for the El Dorado Caesars Entertainment merger, news out of El Dorado's Florida Isle Casino has voted to go on strike. For this reason, quote, employee frustration and dissatisfaction with the company's constant reductions to staff levels and amenities for guests, unquote. Las Vegas unions have put Caesars on notice that they, quote, will not stand by idly, unquote, if the merger leads to significant job losses. This is literally the thing I was afraid of. I was hoping it's like, no, no, no. They know how to to manage their database. They know how to read. We're like, nope, nope. It's just this company that spent $17 billion that's really good at pissing everyone off. (laughs) Awesome. Well, so hold on. So the question is how recently... Dark, have these ominous tones. <laughs> a forgetting Sarah Marshall reference, yes, if anybody you. knows. The question is when? When did these grievances start? Because if the grievances started like right after the merger was announced, there could be an aspect of it. Mm. And I'm just saying that the unions are trying to play into. Okay, okay. Okay, let's let's see how much leverage we have with this new company because obviously they're in a cost-cutting mode across. Right. You know, Caesars already was. El Dorado may not have been as much, Mm -hmm. but this could be the El Dorado union 
trying to play into what they're doing with the Caesars Union. I mean, there's a lot of other ways this could go. And I'm just saying, if if the grievances didn't happen until after it was announced, eh. That's a good point. You would think, uh, typically, I was going to initially tease you until you came up with a really good argument. I was going to say... Tease me about what? That typically unions don't protest years after something has happened. It's usually like, it's happening right now, and now we're going to protest. But, yeah, your point is very valid. Well, yeah, but it's normally there, there has to be a basis for it ahead of time. Yeah, it's interesting. Huh. Next up, the resort fee litigation begins. I probably should have led the whole week with this. So, quote, the attorney general for the District of Columbia is suing Marriott for its use of resort fees, pointing to the Renaissance Las Vegas Hotel as an example of how the company is allegedly deceiving customers by hiding a portion of its daily rates, unquote. This comes after an investigation into the matter was conducted by the attorney generals of all 50 states. The summary of the litigation reads like a no-shit-we've-been-saying-this-for-years presentation. Once again, casino executives and the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority say that they don't have any evidence resort fees are turning away customers. Attempting to corral my rage at such a bold-faced lie, I'll simply propose that, in the spirit of cost-cutting, any Las Vegas casino representative that makes such a false statement should be fired on the spot for job incompetency because I'm able to confirm with mathematical precision that it is impacting them. And I only have the information that's made public. I can only imagine what their proprietary data says. If only someone who isn't making a concerted effort to disregard it when it says something unfavorable to an agenda. Once the rest of the 50 states bring forth litigation, we will keep our eyes peeled for the class action civil lawsuit so that we can all join it and get a piece of the tens of millions that have been legally, at least to date, stolen from all of us. Super exciting. I, I've got a, I've got a handful of thoughts, and, and none of them all that relevant. Much like <laughs> most of the contribution to this podcast. Number but one, they're always fun, Tony. Y- I mean, on the one hand, okay, super. So it's the redheaded stepchild of America, District of Columbia, that's bringing forth this. That's <laughs> super <laughs> great. The one that's you not the one that's not even a state. I know, right? Exactly. They can't vote in the I, presidential. I like that. Elections. I like that. All fifty states worked on this, and DC's like, "We'll take litigation." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I know. No, you know what it is? It's like that one friend that everybody had in junior high that wanted to be the cool kid. So he talks all the cool kids into letting him be the one to be like, "Yeah, I'll totally be the one that pranks the principal." And all the cool kids are like, "Okay, sure." Yeah. We're going to stand over here when you do that. (laughs) Go ahead. We'll just go ahead and do that, Sparky. (laughs) So that's thought number one. Thought number two is there is a law firm out of uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania that, Mark, I think you actually, quote unquote, like introduced me to. It's called uh, Berger Montague. Yes. And I reached out to them based upon something that you had shared with me that they had put out on Facebook about have you ever paid resort fees in Las Vegas? We're starting a class action lawsuit. Mm -hmm. So you sent it to me and said, hey, listen, I I would appreciate it if from one attorney to another, you might reach out to these guys. Reached out to them and I mean, I got 
bumpkiss? Radio silence. Yeah. 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 Nothing. And every once in a blue moon, and like like I follow their their Facebook a blue page. Man? Every once in a blue moon. That's correct. Exactly. <laughs> a a Bloomin group. That's is, a legal um, way to, to say it. That's correct. Anybody else can say Blue Moon, right. Karen, but the, I just, I'm busy. I have a Layman. lot of words to say. Layman's so term. I don't say do not. I say don't. It's a contraction. Karen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get what those are, Tony. I know. That's why I said it. I said your name like that. I get it. That wasn't Here. that wasn't the worst way you could Stop say the name. There. It wasn't even close. Know, yeah, yeah. it no, wasn't wor- even close. No, the worst way you can say it is if Mark says it. That's really no, what this he didn't is even, all about. He didn't even say it that way. No, 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 no. Don't even do no, it that way. Because, because, oh, listeners, I got a spoken to by Karen once before about saying the name. And I was like, okay, I got it. I got it. Oh, don't start. You really, okay, we'll, we'll, just, I know. we'll cover pokey, this. Pokey, pokey, there's the bear. Pokey, pokey. We'll, we'll cover pokey. it. Yes. Yeah. Don't worry. So. All of this is merely to say that, uh, listen, while I'm uh, um, hopeful that this may do something, I am not exactly hopeful that this will actually do anything. Mm, that's fair. I, I, don't, I, I don't. It's just it's because here's the deal. At the end of the day, I think their philosophy is going to say, what's the difference? It, it's 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 an add on. I mean, part and the worst. The worst part is the best part. They're probably going to say, listen, there are times when we comp this stuff off or when people say, and, and this is where it's intellectually dishonest. What they're going to say is, your honor, your honor, hang on now. When folks say they don't want this, we immediately remove it from their tab, which is true, but not right. right. It takes people coming down going, wait, wait, what is this? What are you doing? No, I'm not going to pay for that. And that's when they take it off. So it's truthful to say when the customer doesn't want it, we take it off. But that's intellectually dishonest because they're waiting for the customer to opt out of it versus opting into it. And I think that's where a court could find in favor of, of the customer. I find it interesting that they're going after Marriott and not Caesars or MGM or okay. any of the other properties that are... My, my guess is the Attorney General for D.C. stayed at a Marriott and had to pay that. <laughs> so so this like, would be interesting to me. Because They're honestly, like, I, I... only make D.C. money. <laughs> yeah, right? For real estate. I had not... Honestly, I just assumed this was a Las Vegas thing, the resort fee. I, oh, it's everywhere. I, well, but... Again, I used to travel a lot for work. I never ran across, and even when I stayed in bigger cities, like downtown New Orleans, Chicago, Kansas City, not that big, but um, I never was charged resort fee in any of those places. So I'm, that's why I'm surprised. I thought this was a Las Vegas-centric issue. No. If it's bigger than that. It's a lot bigger. It's really just major, major cities that are doing it. New York, Chicago, D.C. Like I said, I've stayed in Chicago. I, I never had one. I don't know if they just adopted it or not. Or it may even be just the specific company. But I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really no, pay I attention just, to anything I've, outside of I've Vegas. I found it interesting that it was Marriott and not one of the big casino companies. Because we know they do it. I'm with you. I'm with you. So. I mean, I, I think I feel something is going to happen for a couple reasons. One, Expedia and Booking.com are already trying to figure out how to better surface this because now they're the ones getting screamed at for this. Mm -hmm. So, like, then fuck you. We're going to charge you some way. Right. And secondly, the litigation was specifically at they aren't surfacing this information before the 
reservation is made. That's what they're going after. So they're not saying you have to get rid of it. They're saying, no, 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 you have to tell people. Right. It has to be part of that bill. It has to be crystal clear what's going on. You can't say your room rate costs this right. and then charge this. You can't. Well, and that's what, like in the quote, it says, deceiving customers by hiding a portion of the daily rates. Yeah. This is a daily rate. And if I don't have a choice and you're going to charge me, guess what? That's a daily rate. Yep. Taxes and fees are one thing because those sure. are we different. Understand. We expect that. Well, and taxes are different. Fees, I still I still don't get what they are. My guess is it's like a local tourist tax like they have here in Vegas. That's yeah. what a fee is. Some legislation passed, yeah. Right. But when, when the individual property is adding on to your bill, that should be disclosed. Yeah, I agree. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, Prep Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of what Mark considers to be noteworthy items. <laughs> First up, the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, told the RJ this week that the league has no plans to expand or relocate any of its existing sports ball franchises. <laughs> Both MGM CEO Jim Murin and Head in the Clouds dreamer Jackie Robinson have publicly stated their desire to bring an NBA franchise to Las Vegas. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear. Available in male and female cuts. Two styles. Multiple colors and sizes. Reasonably priced. And cool as hell. Options include this week's feature property, the Tangiers. It's not even a real casino, but the movie it was featured in is so good, it might as well have been. The Tangiers is the name of the hotel casino featured in the Martin Scorsese film, Casino. The film uses multiple real Vegas properties to make up the fictional Tangiers, including the Landmark, the Riviera, and the property that inspired the story, the Stardust. This and dozens of other vintage Vegas shirts are available at Moonshot.com, starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas and save 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com. That's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T.com. Or just go to our blog, 360Vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. We are happy to announce that, in addition to Vital Vegas, at Las Vegas Gal and Holly from Battleborn Pins will be featured guests at 360 Vegas Family Meet and Greet at 360 Vegas Vacation 9. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. That's so awesome. Super excited. Two new people to the family. and Well, and Las Vegas gal popped in for a second at Ellis Island. She was like, oh, I need to do more of this. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) As she said last week. And and Holly was super sweet. I'm like, hey, I I almost forgot. I I wanted to ask you if you'd be a member. She's like, absolutely. I was secretly hoping you'd ask me. Oh, I'm like, so oh, I love you guys so much. We, we have to meet up with her before. Like, I've reached soon. out to her. I, I said we should totally get together. We have and, to. And, like, I would love to discuss this passion that she's got. And um, I mean, these pins inspired me to go. A- a- after I purchased everything I wanted, I'm like, let me sponsor you. Be like, oh, what, what can I do for you? Be like, oh, I already own everything I want. I just want to hook you up. I want to get. And hey, to- maybe right. make some more like this and this and this. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and, this. If, <laughs> and as I disclosed last week, part of the fun for me is not only to support something that I love and think other people will love, but the inside information is the fun stuff. The, the <laughs> I know what she's working on kind of thing. <laughs> I've seen the designs. I know what's coming. That's the shit that I'm like, it's totally worth it. 
Totally worth it. <laughs> the RJ reported that Thomas Keller will open a new restaurant in the space currently home to the Country Club at Wynn in the fall of 2020. Details beyond that were not shared, but for those of you who simply can't wait, Keller already has a restaurant in Venetian, Bouchon Bistro. And we have recently been there. There's, there's a, a future 360 Nosh coming out. Uh, 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 have you ever been to Bouchon's, Tony? Yes. yes. Alistair, hey, remember, Alistair's part of the set. Yeah. He's part of the set. That's right. At this point, Alistair should really be on retainer. I mean, how <laughs> this guy doesn't get some sort of commission. True. So uh, here's the other thing I learned just this week. Okay. Bouchon will take you on a kitchen tour if you ask them. What? Yeah. I was like, excuse me? Yeah. I Bouchon, need to go back. Uh, Bouchon may be the best breakfast in Las Vegas. It's, it's outstanding. It's it's yeah. it's perfect, right? For folks who haven't been there, you're, you're it's one of those examples where you kind of sort of pay a lot of money for not a lot of food, mm-hmm. but what you get on your plate is so exquisite, and right. it's the chefs that they've got know exactly what they're doing. No sauce is too heavy nor too light. Mm-hmm. No uh, greenery is oh. too heavy or too too slim it's just it, everything they put together on a plate is just perfect and, it's it, and it's wonderful it's I wonderful tony stuff. i don't think i've ever heard you do a food review quite like that that's I, so i gotta be honest with you karen because of you and my amazing wife i have been watching <laughs> hours and hours and hours of food network so at this point i am that proverbial joke on facebook that says you know i had this amazing cream of nut spread with an outstanding fruit compote type jelly that gets filled just right and they're like so you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yes but I just the way it was perfectly spread up on the on the light crispy bun you opened up wonder bread asshole god I have to get you and Jen to dinner at some point because Jen and I will have oh so much God, fun. I want to hear. I, I want to be a part of the nosh that there is. <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that in January of next year, the Avengers attraction at the CVS at Treasure Island will close to undergo a massive overhaul. Additionally, a new Transformers attraction at what I assume will be Walgreens will be added to the first floor retail space. Oh, well, maybe not. CVS. I, well, I just assumed that it was going to be like a CVS Avengers versus a uh, yeah. no. Transformer no. Walgreens. No, they're not battling each other. <laughs> okay. awesome. So that, that's going to open up on the first space, but both are expected to open in approximately March of 2020. So wait, so wait. So they're making so much money off the Avengers thing they're updating. that they're going to update it and then open a Transformers thing on the bottom? I like it. I think it's a cool idea. So I don't, I don't know if they're going to... Are they replacing the actual CVS itself? I don't know. They didn't clarify that. But I do recall when they were building that CVS that they were supposed to have other vendors in there, and it just never happened. They never filled so they up the rest space of the spaces. Yeah, the that they just got spaces oh, laying around. Okay. Right. Hmm. That's interesting. Yep. I, I, I feel like I should be like, pharmaceuticals, <laughs> drugs are in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. I was just thinking, I, I have no desire to go to the Avengers thing, and I have no desire to go to the Transformers. Well, thing. I was a 
kid that grew up with Transformers, so I would just like to see something in scale. That'd be okay, pretty cool. Okay, but it's not going to be the Transformers that you knew. It's going to be the Transformers that have been of the movies. That's a good point. Like, the second I see the first image, I'm like, those aren't Transformers. Right. Fuck you, Michael Bay. Exactly. They're <laughs> Michael the Bay's Transformers, right. not the other ones. Exactly. Speaking of attractions, another is planned for the Venetian, Jurassic Park. As it has not been officially confirmed to be happening, there were, of course, no details. What do you think they're going to do with that? Because I'll be the first to concede. Listeners, picture it. 1993. I would have been about 16-ish years old around around about that time, 15, 16, somewhere around there. And, and Jurassic Park comes out. And to this day, and I am 42 years old, I'm a little embarrassed to concede, I am still as in love with the initial original Jurassic Park movie in 2019 as I was in 1993 when that movie came out. What do you think they're going to do? Because I'm going to need something a lot more than an animatronic dinosaur no, wait, coming hold on. through. I got it, Tony. I'm ready. They're going to take the canals? Yes. Oh my and God. transform them uh, into... That would be amazing. <laughs> that would I mean, be amazing. Not going to happen, sorry. But that was, right, probably not. But I, but I needed to so, like, I mean, distract you I, for a second. I need something more than an animatronic Abe Lincoln from Disneyland. <laughs> I'm going to turn it into <laughs> like, the Jurassic Park Jungle Cruise. It's going to be amazing. Right. Where, right. where the speaker's blown out, so it's like... <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm excited and yet remarkably skeptical about right, exactly. this. I was just like, Venetian? You're going to put it I in know, Venetian? Right? If I, I know. It's not exactly like, oh, hey, look, there's the Parthenon. Oh, look, there's a, oh, look, they're feeding Christians to the Velociraptors. <laughs> look, look, they're hunting. They're in packs. They do oh. hunt in packs. <laughs> Clever girl. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Vital Vegas shared that Sahara is getting a paint job, returning to more of a desert palette, as they have been more famously known for. I'm interested as to what they're going to do with the blue glass, because it does seem like it would clash with the blue glass. No, beige and blue actually go really well together. It's beige. Oh, it's brown. Okay. It's a desert beige fine, kind fine, of color. Fine. Hence, Mr. Hey. Color Brown. Or Color Brown. Color Brown. Color <laughs> Maybe what? It'll look like a mirage oh. of this blue water. Maybe. Rising out Probably. of a desert palette. There you go. California had a 7.1 magnitude earthquake that was felt in Las Vegas. It's unclear if those who felt it in Vegas were simply exaggerating or where just former Californians who didn't want to be felt left out said, oh, yeah, yeah, I felt it. <laughs> so, yeah, totally got it. Got so it, I will say this. The first earthquake was actually on the 4th of July, and it was like a 6.4 or whatever. And we're like, oh, my God, everyone's freaking out in Vegas and all this other shit. And I'm like, I felt nothing. Because you and I were actually out by the pool. Out by the pool, yeah. You said in retrospect I you said, might have I felt something. I thought I might have. So we have these new, I don't know what you call they're them. They're anti-gravity chairs. Anti-gravity chairs, yeah. yeah. So they're basically held up by bungee cords, like this elaborate thing of bungee. And I was laying back on it. So I feel like if I lay back in it, I'm going to, like, fall back into the pool. Like, I don't trust them. Like, they're they're very... I've, I've, I've tested them many, many times. Yeah. If anything, I'm more concerned at some point it'll pop out and I'll drop through it. I still don't <laughs> trust them. <laughs> but um, so I was laying at some point, 
And I felt, as I was laying, like I felt like it was shaking a little bit from side to side. And all I thought it was was just a really strong breeze that, that the chair was catching or... Like sometimes in the house, like when we're on an elevated level, like in the loft where we record, if the dog gets real fired up and he, and he, and he runs, like you'll feel like the floor shake a little bit. And that's really all it was. So when I say I think I might have felt it, if someone didn't say that there was a, a, an earthquake and they felt it here, never in a million years would have associated it with an earthquake. So, and I, I was the same way. And then the next day... I'm sitting downstairs on our, our wonderful little, you know, couch downstairs, Tony, that you've seen. And sure. all of a sudden I'm like, why is the couch moving? What is happening? It was the weirdest <laughs> feeling. Everything's just kind of like shifting back and forth and kind of weird. And I'm like, great. <laughs> I'm not, Karen's like, wait a minute. I'm not I didn't drunk. Order in this thing. Why is it vibrating <laughs> all over the room? Blanc de Blanc. Is a show coming from somewhere else to set up residency at Sahara's Foundry venue, renovated to accommodate the production, which not only incorporates hot tubs, but offers the opportunity to watch the entire second half of the show in a hot tub. Blanc de Blanc is scheduled to begin its run August 16th. And scheduled to close on August 17th. Yeah. <laughs> when fuck? everyone gets fucking herpes or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy cow. Who wants to get... So there's a place here in, in the Lansing area called the Hot House. Mm-hmm. And it is as <laughs> dirty as it sounds. I yeah. bet it is. It and is you've been a... there a few times, haven't you, Tony? That's how you... <laughs> I, I didn't think I met my wife. Thank I, you. <laughs> I have no. never, yeah. ever seen a quote-unquote bathhouse that didn't look like so... This is where we I'm cultivate catch something. Yeah, this is where we cultivate all of the venereal diseases and whatnot. Okay, okay. I was I, I it's wasn't like sure. It's like a wheel we... of fortune <laughs> of venereal diseases. What will I catch? You'll get today? one. Just right? Which one is it? Exactly. Oh God! Damn it, so herpes. Gross. Now I'm stuck with it. So <laughs> gross. Yeah. Wait. So why do you go to a show and then want to watch the second half of it in a hot tub? I like who? I don't. I don't. Get I'm it. assuming your audience is going to be dressed down. Because they have to have like bathing suits on underneath. Other, otherwise, what the? Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. This doesn't seem VIP to me at all. No. Yeah. And Sahara, boo. <laughs> Not what we were hoping when you came back. This I, is. I read this that is, this. This is way too much like what Sahara was before it closed. I read that this show. I know, right? <laughs> I read that the, just the regular uh, tubs were like this. <laughs> well, no, just this. This type of a show would have been. Oh, we're we're stretching. Oh, we're God, looking no. for anything. No, no, possible. no, no, no. There's no way. No, no, no. They would have been like, oh, we got to get Larry the Cable Guy to fucking do a residency here. Yeah. I, yeah, but to have a, a hot tub. Hey, come sit in the hot tub. I've read show. that this show has been trying to break into Vegas several venues. For the last several years. Now, I don't know if those venues were, let's say, smarter, Circus Circus, smarter. Stratosphere, oh, smarter. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's a collection of awful that have been jockeying for this this tub o venereal disease, but this oh, is so that's bad. Awful. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. Hard Rock announced that they have partnered with AEG to take over the management operations and booking for the joint. The transition will begin in the fall of 2020. I don't know if I care about that. Like, I've heard of, of venues that, you know, like ticket venues that take over operation of that, but I, I've, I haven't seen a positive or a negative to so, it. So my concern with this is the Hard Rock has announced that well, AEG is taking over, but it, it's really virgin, right? It, it is, yeah. yeah. But they're known as Hard Rock, so I'm referring to them as Hard Rock right now. So here's the thing. Hard Rock has still been booking really good acts. 
Well, like, I'm constantly surprised that the acts that are playing at the joint. Well, but it's Virgin. I mean, Virgin's fucking badass. I'm sure they're like, oh, we know where this is going. I, I hope so. Yeah. But I've, I've, like I said, as it's still the hard rock, as it's going through the transformation, I've been surprised yeah. at who is still playing there. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. It's still impressive. It's, it's not like it, their renovations and the threat that they will be closing at some point has not done anything to well, curb the top names that they're still getting. And quite honestly, AEG is not an unknown name oh, no, in the whole thing, entertainment yeah. thing. So I think like I said, this it's is Boz a good worth, thing. Man. This, it's the Boz. This guy is a genius. The Boz? Yeah. R- Richard Branson. They also the, refer to him as Never as heard him called yeah. the Boz. The article said that. <laughs> I've never heard it either, but I was like, apparently this is the thing that the kids do. That's what the kids call it. Right. So, I mean, that's, I get it. I assume. For some reason, I now desperately want the kids to do it. All right. <laughs> or approval. Not attention. Approval. I'm not a pedophile. Approval. <laughs> There's the title of the show. I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> How do you not see that title and be like, I can't wait to listen to this. Know, what the right? fuck what, is he talking based, about? Based on our in. listeners, I, I never know what they're... The worse be, it is, the sure. more they like it. I don't know. <laughs> we actually see a spike in like listenership. Huge spike. And, and, and then we get really disturbed and the FBI reaches out to us like, we would like to um, tap into your listener numbers so that we... <laughs> When you say not a pedophile, people go, oh, wait, is he really? Right. You said pedophile. That must be a thing. We're going to get a whole bunch of one-star reviews from pedophiles. Exactly. (laughs) They ain't going to like us. All right. Next up, the RJ announced that Wynn is expected to reopen its golf course this October 2019. The golf course was closed in December of 2017 to make way for Paradise Park a project that was abandoned after Wynn's new CEO realized if the concept failed, <laughs> he would be blamed for it. <laughs> I, as much as I give Maddox a hard time, I, I, I would, if I were him, I too would have done this. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think all of us in the Vegas podcast sphere kind of scratched our heads right. at the notion of ripping out a Actually, Wynn announced it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. he yeah. was super it, it wasn't, okay. So, I, yeah. I give the, this might be the one thing that I give the new CEO for. <laughs> He's like, right. that's a bad idea. Well, that the, was a very the, bad idea. The only reason the rest of us didn't knock it is we're like, what's well, Steve Wynn? I mean, the fucking guy yeah, exactly. <laughs> seems to just we'll constantly do things right, right yeah. so. Yeah, some of us thought that he was kind of getting old and senile, but, in, you yeah. know. <laughs> Vital Vegas reports that Ice Bar will take over the space recently vacated by Sprinkles Cupcakes in the Link Promenade. The projected opening is in November. Great. Just open, in time for winter. Open an ice bar, ice bar in the middle of fucking winter in Las Vegas. Genius. They're like, no one's coming here. No fucking shit. No one's I coming here. Because the difference between in a casino and outside is not that different. Right. You have to wear like gloves and hoodies just to stay warm. Right. It doesn't matter. Trustworthy Brewing Company and Barbecue is opening in the space formerly home to iHeart Burgers and Venetian's Grand Canal Shops. The original planned June opening has come and gone, but when it does open, it will be the only operational craft brewery on the Strip. Either there's some technical reason that they can claim that, or it's another example of Vegas exaggeration. I was going to say, because you have Sin City Brewery, and there's another one uh, that has locations on the Strip. I'm with you. I don't don't, know. Yeah. 
does trust trustworthy brewing actually brew though on the strip because i don't know that sin city brewing brews at their uh flamingo location yes but they we do have craft breweries that do have but, brewer, uh, what the fuck is uh, I gotta, so so here's the thing if trustworthy brewing oh, company shit, you know what's gone the pub that used to be a brewery okay yeah. but in order for trustworthy brewing company to actually brew on the strip they would have had to have those tanks in place for quite a little bit. Uh, that takes time point. and process. Okay, but what they could do is they could set up start brewing, and then while they're open, they're serving other stuff. But they're not serving like Vegas strip brutes, you know. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Sure. I think it's their mm. Before we move on, I've got a, a fun little trivial bit of story here. The Snyder household typically will use a reference, which is called second lunch or second breakfast or second dinner, <laughs> which is when you don't quite eat all, you know, eat your fill of the food you need, you have a second meal to that. And that term got coined, although it's, I'm sure, not original, but in general, it got coined in the center household on my actual honeymoon. So my wife and I got married and we honeymooned in at the Venetian and we went Aww. to a sushi joint in the Grand Canal shops and we spent and I mean conservatively we spent probably 150 bucks on lunch we ordered a couple of um, appetizers we ordered a couple of rolls rolls right we ordered a couple of cocktails and we get and, and we eat it all we finish it and we get our tab and we look at the tab and we go woof for this price we are not full so we uh -oh. leave, and I kid you not, the sushi joint is nary a 40-step walk to what was the iHeart Burger place. <laughs> we literally walked from one restaurant to the next. And said, give me a burger. ordered up burgers and fries and ate the hell out of it. So that, that was like, your mm, second lunch. Second lunch is delicious. That's awesome. For the record, yeah. that, that is also a Lord of the Rings reference. The hobbits frequently oh, have second right. breakfast and second, or uh, first dinner and, and second then, dinner. There you, go. there you go. No doubt that is where my I wife picked I up said reference. I heard it someplace, yeah. but I'm like, this, I love the way this sounds. Like, you go someplace, you're not full, we're going to go eat go again. second breakfast. Yeah. I love have it. Have second breakfast. <laughs> so oh, good. that's so. awesome. Oh, and so lastly, the RJ is reporting that Cirque du Soleil is considering a public stock offering next year as a means to generate money to help continue to grow the brand. CEO Daniel Lamar said the move would be purely financially motivated and would not impact any artistic developments. Said to it. which case I say, how is anything financially motivated and or how can anything be uh, artistically developed and not be financially motivated? Yeah, and I, I, I would say, said every person who ever went public. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. no, 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 no. This is not going to impact the way we do well, things. Until it does. So, Until we've got stockholders to, right? to report to. Yeah, yeah. Stockholders don't really like, we're working on this new sort of uh, trick here that we're doing. Like, I don't give a fuck. You lost money this quarter. So here, here's the yeah. weird thing for me. Cirque du Soleil has been operating for how long as a private company? Long sure. time, long. man. Like 20 all years. The, yeah. At least. So either, A, they are all so financially set, they're like, fuck it, let's go public and see what happens. Yeah. Or B, like, shit. Attention's fallen off. We need more money. Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. No, I meant, like, you're on the nose. Sorry. <laughs> so Garrett's, Garrett's doing it. I can't it. see this. I'm sitting here talking. And 
Mark all of a sudden starts like pointing at his nose, like hardcore heavy, pointing at his nose. I'm like, do I have something in my nose? What's going on? Oh my God, I Karen, <laughs> Yes, the latter. I think you are so, right on the They're nose. so hardcore in need for money that they're going to go public because they have such a good reputation. But for me, that is not a stock I would buy. No. Because they are so obviously, in, if they're in desperate need of money, yeah, not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, now you're in trouble. Yeah, Right. Now your, your thing is in and, trouble, if that's what you're doing. And once you go public, you have investors to answer to. They haven't had that. They've been Never. able to do what they want. They they were really successful. I think they're getting to the point now where they're so oversaturated, especially in this market, that they're like, oh, shit. You're dead on. Now what? Everything you're saying is dead on. All right. Well, let's check the river. All right. Apparently, right, we're having a sound effect issue. E- <laughs> yeah, jump in with the first email we got. All right. So, our email is from Matt Balking. He says The roller coaster at Sahara was a NASCAR based roller coaster. It was a fast ride. Love the one, two, three. I know, I never realized that until you just put it together. I'd one dash three. <laughs> one through three. I love the one to three blackjack. I was young and loved gambling there. Was also hypnotized there. <laughs> oh, God. That explains why he loves it. Thanks for the great podcast, Matt. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> yes, we rode that coaster. It was a really good we roller did. coaster. It was a launching roller coaster. It was. Uh, it, it was a fun roller coaster. But um, but it doesn't belong back. No. I, I, think, I think it belongs somewhere. And preferably in Las Vegas, but uh, yeah, not there. Be weird. Do you remember Next one up? dollar blackjack? Sorry. Uh, no, I. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if the, uh, my fear is there's a elitist alert caution that should come with this comment. <laughs> uh, because I think I'm about to support you, so go ahead. <laughs> what the fuck's the point? I, I mean, can... I'm not sitting around playing a dollar per hand of blackjack. I'm with you. So, so Tony, wait. Well, hold on. Both of you stop. Go ahead. Go, ahead. go back to your earliest possible days of gambling. If you were able to find a $1 table, would you not have been happy? Absolutely. Oh, it's all relative. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I I agree. So I'm I'm checking your elitism here. Go back to your core. Go back to who you were. Who you were in your youngest days. Why? I didn't like that guy then. (laughs) Right? I know. I'm way better now. (laughs) (laughs) I looked down on myself then. No, there's certain... uh, What? All right, all right. Next up, we got an email from Scott Jarvis. He says, Mark. Apparently, screw the rest of us. <laughs> no, what? In I fairness, like to in fairness, you. Tony, the email will yes. explain why he's addressing it to Mark. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks for stepping and peeing all over my joke. I would like to thank you for suggesting to look at the shirts from Moonshot. I bought a Binion's horseshoe shirt for me and my wife. They were shipped out promptly, and I even received an email from them thanking me for purchasing the merchandise even before it arrived. Too bad Binion's isn't as attractive as the shirts are, (laughs) for it's a ghost of what we used to experience there. That old-school Binion's design from their glory days was too much for me to resist. This is the first of many purchases for us. Thanks again. Hope you're feeling better, Scott. 
Oh, thank you, Scott. And That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. I like I said, I am in a current dream situation where I'm partnering with two people that I'm a fan of. I get to be that guy that I, I adored from the outside and supported, and then the like. I reached out to him like, I love what you guys are doing. I'd, I'd love to promote it. And like, well, yeah, let's do that. And we have. You guys have done it. They, you've yeah. been driving traffic like crazy. There's there. been a lot of folks that have bought. Um, which... It's it's super exciting. I I, I, I I could gush forever, but yes, thank you. I'm thrilled that you guys are enjoying it. And I love that they have uh, uh, husband-wife shirts. That's awesome. Oh, God, no. Don't yes. don't make us get those. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, Moonshot gets 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 uh, an order for her twenty shirts for me all in girls' guts. <laughs> no. They're like, "Hey, oh. hey, Mark, did you mean to order these in girls?" I'm like, I am forcing my wife to wear these. Yes. <laughs> no, he's gonna buy them. Uh, you don't have to wear them. <laughs> well, all right, that's gonna do it for episode number three hundred and six. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so. It's on the blog over at 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can whore out a label on (laughs) at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, much like our buddies Scott as well as Matt did, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Welcome back, friend. Where can people find you? I have missed you guys. I am at 360vegastony. Karen. I'm at Karen Mark. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.